You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Now you will find a hadith in the book of Muslim. Sahih Muslim. Until today there is a hadith. A man asked the Prophet Where is my father? He had become Muslim. His dad died as a mushrik, as a polytheist. And he came to the Prophet. He asked him, where is my father? According to Muslim, you know what the Prophet answered? The Prophet told him, Inna Abi wa Abaka finnar. Both our parents, my dad, your dad, they're in hell. They're burning in hell. The Prophet, the Prophet says that according to Sahih Muslim. And this is considered one of the most authentic Sunni books. We have a problem here. Is this how we honor the Prophet? Is this our love and respect for Rasulullah, the greatest messenger of God? I can give you the page number because different versions and the group I can send you the reference. The Prophet tells him, don't worry, my, my dad's also burning in hell, not just your dad. Is that even how a Prophet talks? If someone comes and asks about their parents, the Prophet, you know, uh, when you say that to someone, you just destroy them, you demoralize them. The Prophet didn't have such character. Even if his dad, his dad was in hell, the Prophet's not going to say this in front of others and make him feel hurt. In fact, there's a verse in the Quran. Some of these people came and asked, what happened to our ancestors from the mushrikeen? You know what the Quran says? It doesn't give them the answer. Allah says, don't ask these questions that when you'll get the answer, it'll be upsetting. Even God refused to answer. When they asked about their ancestors, the mushrikeen, Allah said, just be quiet, don't ask. So the Prophet is going to tell him, oh, my dad's burning in hell just like your dad's burning in hell. This is unacceptable. Unfortunately, we have such hadiths in our books. How they found their way into our books, God knows. So this hadith contradicts the proofs that we talked about, that the parents and the grandparents of the Prophet are pure. Number two, this hadith in Muslim, it's narrated by Hamad ibn Salama. From Thabit, from Anas. There's another version of the hadith which is narrated by Mu'ammar, a narrator by the name of Mu'ammar, not Mu'ammar Qaddafi, another Mu'ammar at the time of those early Muslims. Now, according to the version that Mu'ammar narrates, the Prophet does not say, My father and your. It's, he mentions the same story that happened, but he does not mention the statement, My father and your father are in hell. And the scholars of biography, they say that Mu'ammar was more trustworthy than Hamad. He was more trustworthy. Hamad wasn't that trustworthy. So the, the narration of Hamad has an issue. Maybe it was inserted. Mu'ammar was more precise and more trustworthy. He doesn't mention this line. Where did Hamad bring this line from? So it tells you that 
Some forgery happened there when it came to some of these hadiths. No, the, the, the second one Mu'ammar is found in other sources but it's also more authentic. Muslim he narrates this. Furthermore, the majority of Sunni scholars, they believe that those who died in the Fatra, the Fatra is an era in which you did not have a known universal messenger. It's the 500 years between Jesus and the Prophet. We call this the what? The Fatra. Many Sunni scholars believe if someone dies in the Fatra, even if they die as pagans, unbelievers, because there was no apparent messenger, right? God forgave them and they did not go to hell. Now these ancestors of the Prophet, when did they die? Before Islam, right? I mean Abdullah, the, fa the, fa the father of the Prophet, he died before Islam. So he died in the Fatra. So according to your beliefs, those who die in that era should not go to hell, right? Except if someone is a criminal and they committed acts of injustice and they killed people, that's a different issue. None of the grandfathers of the Prophet did that. But just because someone had the wrong belief, according to Sunni scholars, the majority of them, they say they did not go to hell. So how does Muslims say that the father of the Prophet is in hell? Didn't he die in the Fatra? So that's another clue, piece of evidence that this hadith is forged. It's not correct. Now the question, the very important question is, uh, by the way, interestingly, just to finish that, some said, some scholars, Sunni scholars found this, okay this is too much, the Prophet saying my own dad is in hell. So they said when he said Abi, my dad, he meant his uncle Abu Talib. His uncle Abu Talib, the father of Imam Ali, he meant him, he's in hell. Subhanallah, if you want to use the word uncle and not father, the Quran clearly states Abu Lahab is in hell, right? The Quran says Abu Lahab will go to hell. They left Abu Lahab but they stuck to Abu Talib. You see that? Subhanallah, it shows you there's a lot of politics in these hadiths. Now the important question, yes. So I have two questions. Uh, the reason for saying that Prophet's father was in hell and uh, for forging this hadith, is it to raise the status of the caliphs after the Prophet? or maybe bring down profit to their... This is what it, I'll, I'll be mentioning right now. And the second question was, uh, we said the similar tradition was narrated by Muhammad, uh, but uh, it doesn't show the reply of the Prophet, what Prophet replied. No, it shows the story and what the Prophet said. The Prophet was talking to that man, but he never said, my father is in hell. He does not mention that statement that my dad and your dad are in hell. The Prophet says something else in that hadith. He gives him a different reply, which tells you there's some discrepancy here. You know, why didn't Muammar, who's more reliable and trustworthy, say this sentence? Tells you there's a discrepancy here. Now the Sunnis, they accept that other hadith of Muammar, and they also accept these. We're saying this is just a clue that shows you there's some discrepancy. Now the question is, why did they forge these hadiths about the Prophet's grandparents being kafir? Why? Several reasons. One of them, most of the companions, if not all, except Imam Ali and the Prophet, their fathers and grandfathers were what? 
they were pagans and they wanted to not give special status to Ahlul Bayt by saying their grandfathers are pure and our grandfathers were pagans, so they forged these hadith. Bani Umayyah for example, Bani Umayyah when they came to power Muawiyah, Yazid and these others, they wanted to be at par with Bani Hashim and the Ahlul Bayt. You know people would tell them look your ancestors, you don't have that pure ancestry. Your grandfathers were pagans, why are you representing the Prophet, this pure family? They would say, no, the Prophet also had grandfathers who were pagans. But the most important point has to do with Imam Ali Muawiyah, when he would curse Imam Ali on the pulpit, he would spread these false rumors and lies that Imam Ali was a mushrik, he was a pagan. His father was a pagan, Abu Talib, and his grandfathers were pagan. Their initial intent was to strike the ancestors of Imam Ali, but because Imam Ali and the Prophet have the same ancestors because they were cousins, they also struck the Prophet. So the real reason was to attack Imam Ali Because what they did, Bani Umayyah, Muawiyah, any virtue that Imam Ali had, they wanted to erase it and change it. Even his grandfather's being pure. Now when you strike the ancestors of Imam Ali, automatically you strike the ancestors of the Prophet. Because they have the same grandfathers. So there is a political motive that we see in these hadiths.